Hey, hey, it's Elizabeth Archibong, and this is the Inside Out Live podcast. For today's conversation, we're talking about daily life problems and how to solve them from the inside out. When it comes to solving daily life problems from inside out, the one thing we all have in common is a sense of what we want. We may not be clear on the details, but on some level, we know what we want from any situation that we're in. But the perceived roadblock comes from how we choose to define what a problem is. So today, I'm going to show you a foolproof method to simplify the process for moving beyond coping with life problems to actually solving them with ease and make, or making them irrelevant. So let's dive in. Now, the one thing that has made, made a big difference for me on this journey of living from inside out is permitting myself not to make everything into a problem that has to be solved. A majority of us assume that there are set things and situations in life that are by definition a problem, meaning that we have to spend every waking hour doing all we can to avoid ever having to experience them. But when we constantly try to avoid things, that's where the problem is. It's not the potential of unfavorable things occurring that is the problem, it's the constant juggling act of trying to avoid them that is. Our definition of a problem is the thing that causes unrest. The truth is, when something looks like a problem, it's because there is a way we want things to be and we assume or perceive that something is standing in the way of that. For problems to exist, it means we believe something is standing in the way of how we want things to be. And most often, we assume that that thing that stands in our way is something that is outside of us. It could be someone's attitude or a shortage of seemingly essential resource like time or money or even a missing piece of critical information. But here's the thing. Whilst it's true that some of the roadblocks to getting what we want exist out in the world. A majority of problems come from our thinking. Stay with me because this isn't some clever positive thinking reframe that I'm trying to put on you. Honestly, it's not. There is a fundamental difference between an event that is occurring and what we make of that event. So for practical purposes, the grass is just grass. Your boss's attitude is just your boss's attitude. And the amount of money in your bank account is what it is. These are what I like to call logistics. They don't say or mean anything about you. Instead, they are simple factors, some changeable, some not, that we have to take into account to create the things that we want. So a logistic becomes a problem only and always in the way that we permit ourselves to see them. In my experience, there are only two issues in the way that we see logistics that lead us to create problems in our world. And these issues are, number one, we misunderstand how our system of thoughts and feelings work. Number two, we also massively underestimate the creative potential of our mind. So let's look at each of these issues. Number one, misunderstanding our thought and feeling system. If you've been around me long enough, you'll know that I keep going on about this. What creates our feelings from moment to moment is thought. We live in the feeling of our thinking. But because thought is largely invisible, we tend to look for things outside of us to attribute our feelings. And this innocent misunderstanding is what is at the heart of a majority of the problems that we say we have in our lives. For example, 
Because we think our happiness will come from getting what we want, we chase that thing at the cost of everything else, our relationships, our health and our spiritual well-being. And when we finally get what we want and we're still not happy, we assume that the problem is that we're not doing enough. So we push even harder and get even further away from the experience of happiness that we want. Similarly, if we think that our sadness comes from being alone, we make desperate and sometimes questionable choices about who to spend our lives with. Then we think our anger and frustration is coming from that new partner that we've chosen. So we try to change them or swap them out with a different partner instead of looking to see what might change in our thinking. Also, if we think that our fear is linked to a certain specific life situation outside of us, we will do everything we can to avoid and or protect ourselves from these circumstances or what we will define as a problem. Yet, when we can see the truth behind our thought and feeling system, that every feeling comes behind each thought passing through us and that thoughts come and go when we allow them, we stop being scared of our feelings and just feel them. We begin to value every thought that passes through us. Negative and positive thoughts simply become signals that tell us that our state of mind at any given moment and how it is and how trustworthy our thinking is at that moment. And because we're no longer scared of feeling all feelings, life is no longer scary and problems do not really seem like problems anymore. We don't try so hard to shape life and fit it to the pictures passing through our mind. So we relax and we begin to enjoy ourselves more and as a result we begin to experience more of our natural creativity and well-being. Now this leads us to the second issue, underestimating our creative potential. In previous conversations, I've spoken about the need to make things happen versus allowing them to flow. Now, if you missed this, you can go back to the previous conversation, which is called the art of allowing. But there are two reasons why you would always push to make things happen rather than let things flow. And the first is that you feel so much pressure and stress that pushing hard to move forward just seems like a good idea to relieve that pressure. The second reason is that you don't believe in the infinite potential of the universe and yourself. Yet, when you look back at your life, how many of the things that you love and cherish come from purely pushing as hard as you can? And how many came through when you trusted yourself and allowed things to happen? If you've ever had the feeling of having things coming through you rather than from you, you'll know what the unlimited creative potential feels like. When you're working with your unlimited creative potential, nine times out of ten, you'll always be surprised with things coming through, even as you hold on to your sense of certainty that they will come. We experience this creative potential as inspiration or flow or, or being in the zone. During this moment, time slows down, life becomes less complex and everything seems to have a solution. But because we don't believe that this is a natural part of us, we see them only as rare moments. And this means that we fall back more often on trying to make things happen. And this can become a problem in the long run. So what does this all have to do with the problems in your life right now? Well, are there areas of your life where you are either stuck or making the best of what seems like a choice between bad, not so bad, and much, much worse? 
Well, you do this even while whilst you have that unlimited creative potential of your mind sitting quietly in the background, waiting for you to look in its direction for new possibilities that you haven't even considered. How about if you trust in the knowledge that you will always be inspired at the moment when you need to be? If this were the norm, would you still feel the need to make things happen? So, as we end this conversation, I'm going to take us back full circle to talking about logistics and problems. Knowing what you now know, where are you transitioning your logistics into daily life problems? You know, your boss's attitude is just what it is. It's not really a life problem. It's just a logistical issue. The amount of money in your bank account or lack of it is what it is. You can choose to make, make it a logistical issue on the road to achieving what you want or you can choose to transition it into a problem with all the heightened sense of feelings attached to that. Either way, the event will remain the same. It won't change just because you feel more intense emotions and feelings around it. Everything comes down to how you see the event. Is it a logistical issue or is it a personal life problem? Are you going to spend all your time coming up with ideas of how to avoid it? Or are you going to permit yourself to show up and respond at the moment to whatever is occurring? If you do transition that logistical issue into a problem... Are you taking your thought-feeling system into account, as well as your infinite creative potential in getting solutions? Because nothing is set in stone, everything is fluid. You can change your definition of a problem at any given moment. Get quiet. Stop trying to predict the future to figure it all out in your head. Let your mind have the space to be receptive. Most of all, enjoy the ride. And that's it for today. I hope you got a nugget of insight from this. And if you want to know more about living and creating from inside out, I invite you to join the tribe. It's where we talk more about living and creating from inside out and about money, relationships, and basically doing life with more ease and less mental drama. So if this sounds like something you might want to explore, head over to the website www.mintedcreative.com forward slash blog and underneath any blog post you'll see the big orange button that says join the tribe and I will see you there.